Welcome back to the Air to Out podcast. I am your host, per usual, Lucas Shu. Today, we do not have a guest on, first time in a while. We're trying to get somebody from the uh, Eagles fans on, the Eagles writers on. Haven't able to get anybody on yet. We might be able to after Thursday Night Football, so I might change things up a little bit instead of having uh, somebody on before Thursday Night Football or the day of Thursday night. I'm going to have them on maybe after. Maybe discuss that after that, just because I can't get anybody else on right now. But if you can't, no big deal. What can you do? But uh recording this on Thursday evening, so it's about three hours before game time for Giants versus Eagles. Good dive right in. We're gonna do the picks right away. Uh last week's record was eight and six, another not good week for me last week, and then my total record for right now the season is fifty eight, thirty two, and one. That tie being the Eagles Bengals game really early in the season. We're just gonna dive right into TNF. Started off Giants versus Philadelphia. They are playing in Philadelphia. Obviously, not a big road trip for the Giants. They're not flying out anywhere far. They're staying near their own home city. This is an interesting game for me because Philadelphia has had a bit of a weird season so far. They Carson Wentz has not been good for most of the year. He looked actually decent against the Ravens last week. Surprisingly decent against a really blitz-happy team who can scheme up a lot of pressures. And he looked actually not horrible last week, I didn't think. And then you got Daniel Jones on the other side of things with the Giants. They barely beat the Washington football team last week to get their first win of the season. And Daniel Jones is looking better this year. Carson Wentz taking a step back this year. It's going to be an interesting game, I think. I think it's going to be a better one than most people think just because... The Eagles took a slight step back. Giants took a slight step forward, I think, even though they're not playing like it. I'm going to take the Eagles in this game over the Giants. I think it's, like I said, to be a close game, but I think you can take the Eagles in this one. Packers versus the Texans. Packers took their first loss of the season last week against the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Excuse me. Uh, the Tampa Bay put up a bunch of points, but... The main reason why they won that game because their defense played out of their mind and Todd Bowles played in, or coached an incredible game. They had pressure on Aaron Rodgers all game long. They made great plays in defense. They had great, great in coverage. Devonta Adams could barely get open for most of the game. And it, the Packers receiving core and their lack of depth for that matter, it showed. They don't have anybody out there besides Adams who can do anything on his own. And they're not scheming stuff up a lot. If, they're, if it's not working, they're done. Guys can't create in their own any separation. Alan Lazar can't do it. Fellas, Scantling's gone. Extreme St. Brown is in there for the first time this season. And it was just an ugly game for the Packers, I thought. They, I mean, Todd Bowles just played. Todd Bowles coached a good game, too. Blitzing a lot. Uh, really stifling the Packers' play-action game. Forcing United to get the ball out of his hands really quick. And it was just a great job with Todd Bowles in the defense. Texans, on the other hand... Facing off against the Tennessee Titans, they made that game really, really close down that stretch. I mean, they brought it in OT, ultimately lost, but they looked good in their first game without Bill Bryant. There were 36 points against a tough Titans team. The defense got lit up with Texans, the Texans at least it did, but I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with how well the Texans played. I'm not a big Bill Bryant fan, but they played well for the first time without their old coach. Really well. But we're going to take the Packers in this game. The Packers are going to get in the winning ways again. 
I think the only guy who can cause any damage would be J.J. Watt on this Texans defense, being that Dave Bakhtiari's out and probably going to line up a lot over the left tackle and the right tackle. But I think Packers win this game. I think the offense can get back on track, and I think they can get back to their winning ways, and I think the Packers are going to continue winning. Steelers versus the Titans, the battle of the undefeated. I wrote about this in my article, well, writing about this in my article for Fansided, uh, for the best games to watch this weekend, and I think this one's going to be a really, really fun game to watch. Obviously, the Titans are in a heavy play action game with a heavy running with Derrick Henry, and then you got the Steelers with their incredible defense, with their in- incredible, incredibly high blitz happiness. I mean, they're, that made no sense English-wise, but they blitz a lot. They blitz a ton. They got T.J. Watt, and they got Stephon Tuer, Tyson Aluolo. I mean, they, they, he's 33 years old, and he's playing the best years of his career. And not only playing the best years of his career, but playing the best years of his career at an elite level. Elite level. Incredible run defense guy, and just a decent path rusher, but incredible play by him. Kudos to him. Then you got Titans, you got Ryan Tannehill on the Story coming this season was, can Ryan Tannehill continue to be Ryan Tannehill from last year, where he looked incredible, looked just <laughs> incredible, there's no way to put it, he looked great. And so far, it's true. Derrick Henry hasn't looked great so far, he looked better, I say, last week against Texans, but so far, this offense has been, been on the shoulders of Ryan Tannehill, and he's been doing great things in Tennessee. Great things. He's... He's doing great. I mean, he's a top five QB right now. You got Mahomes, Wilson, Rodgers, Josh Allen, surprisingly, right now. He had a struggle of a game there a week ago. And then Tannehill. Tannehill's got to be in the top five. He's playing great. I'm going to take the Titans in this game over the Steelers. I think it's going to be a really fun game. But I think the Titans are going to win this one. I think Brian Tannehill's playing really good. And unless the Steelers are able to pull something out, I think it's going to be really hard. Cowboys versus the Washington football team. This game, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. I mean, on one side of things, you've got the Washington football team who has struggled all year with now benching Dwayne Haskins, and they put in Alex Smith and Kyle Allen in there. Can't get anything going on offense. Can't get anything going on defense. They got a decent pass. They have a good pass rush unit. That's the one saving grace they have. Chase Young's there. Ryan Kerrigan's there. Montez Sweat looking a lot better than he did last year. I wasn't big on him coming into the, the draft. I was a bit overrated, but he's playing really well for them. Playing really well. And then on the other side of things, you've got the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, Dallas lost Dak Prescott last week to a gruesome injury. I felt so bad for that guy. I, I'm not a huge Dak Prescott fan, but he's playing his out of his mind this year. And he had to go down with injury on his contract here. It just sucks to see that. But coming into the coming into the last week's game against the Cardinals for the Cowboys, that is, I wasn't that down on the Cowboys. I was down on them obviously because Dak Prescott was playing out of his mind. But Andy Dalton, I think, could be at least be a, a decent QB for them. He showed that he can be a good QB Cincinnati for a couple of years in his prime. He showed that he can be a stabilizing factor. And I think he's probably one of the best backups in the NFL right now. But that didn't happen. That didn't go the way I thought it would last week. Anyways, it was brutal from the outset. Two picks for Andy Dalton. The touchdown and 34 completions on 54 passes. Not good in the modern NFL. And the Cowboys defense, per usual, got stomped. The only... The Cowboys, our Cowboys are just a mess right now. No way to put it. 
they were able to stay in contention the past five or six or so weeks because of Dak Prescott. That offense was humming with Dak Prescott. CeeDee Lamb looked great. Amari Cooper looked great. Their whole offense looked great. But then they lost Dak Prescott, and their defense stayed the same, where they're just allowing 30-plus points a game, which they did against the Cardinals this past week when they allowed... Give me a second here. They allowed 38 points to the Cardinals. It's five straight games now. But their offense wasn't able to hold up the same end of the bargain. They just struggled all night long. Zeke looked the horrible. The offense line looked bad. Dalton looked bad. It was just ugly from the Cowboys. But I'm going to take them in this game. In a really ugly game that I think is going to happen in Washington. Next up we have the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. I'm not going to say much about this game because Buffalo Bills are playing really good football right now. Their defense is not looking the best. Defense is looking like average right now. But their offense is humming. Savon Diggs, Sean Brown, Cole Beasley, Josh Allen, you name it. Gabe Davis. But they're in their off defense is average, which is fine. But it's going to look a lot better against the Jets team. I mean, they have nothing going on now. Sam Darnold was hurt. Josh, Joe Flacco came in there and looked terrible against the Dolphins. Terrible. The Dolphins aren't a great team. They're not a good team, I'd say. They're a bit below average, but they just stomped the Jets. 24 to zip. I mean, this Jets team's terrible. No way to put it. They have a lot of rebuilding to do in New York. Make the Bills in this game in a fairly easy, easy game for the Bills to win. I could see them shutting out the Jets for like 28 to zip, honestly. Josh Allen could probably throw four touchdowns this game for 350 plus yards. It's going to be brutal. Panthers versus the Saints. This game is interesting to me because the Saints were supposed to get back Michael Thomas, but multiple reports came out today, excuse me, that he wasn't at practice. And then the other day he got hurt at practice with a hamstring injury, so he might not be coming back. And I see that's Drew Brees' number one target, and number one receiver, and number one everything, essentially. On the other hand, the Panthers have played decent football. They looked decent. Ted Rogers looked. De- Ted Bridgewater looked decent. The offenses looked a lot better without Christian McCaffrey because they are used to forcing in the ball. And the offenses looked actually solid. So, I would say the Saints would win this game. Before the season started, I'd say the Saints crushed the Panthers. Drew Brees continues his dominance. Michael Thomas catches ten catches for whatever how many yards. Um, the Saints just roll them. We have a Kamara dominate. Their defense dominates. Yada yada yada. But with the Panthers playing decent football, the Saints struggling a little bit, it's not as easy a game to pick. I'm going to go with the Saints, but I'm not really confident about it. I think it's going to be a close, close game. If you told me a week from now, again, Wednesday, we're recording my next podcast, that the Saints beat the Panthers, or excuse me, Panthers beat the Saints, I wouldn't be that shocked. But the Saints over Panthers in this game. Browns versus the Bengals. We saw this matchup earlier in the year, around like week two, I want to say. Week three. It wasn't the first game of the season, but we saw it earlier this year, and the Browns won that game. The Browns, uh... Oh, it was week three, I believe. It was the... We had Paul Duncan, Paul Duncan the podcast we talked about beforehand. Anyways, Browns beat the Bengals. Baker looked better than he did before. He looked confident. He was throwing really nice passes, and he looked better. It looked, looked like the Baker we were used to seeing. But since that game, that has completely changed. 
completely changed. Uh, the The Browns have looked bad. The Browns haven't looked bad. Baker's looked bad. Uh, I've heard Steve Palazzolo talk about us on the PFF podcast, and I think he put it spot on. He's he's looking. He's worried about Baker Mayfield in the first two plays. He made the wrong read. He read the wrong side of the field in the first play of the, of the game against the Steelers. And then Mika Fitzpatrick dropped down, playing like a Robert kind of role, Lurk role in the middle of the field, and Baker just threw it right to him and it got picked off. Neither of those times was anything crazy. They were running too high the first play, and then they dropped down Minka in a robber role, Lurk role in the second play. And he screwed up both plays majorly. Majorly. And Baker's just playing bad right now. I was a big Baker fan before this and I was really high on him, but he is struggling. On the other side of things, you have Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. They have looked decent at times, but they're obviously 1-4-1. One, one. They're one tie coming against the Eagles. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a tough game for Burrow. I think he could play great, but it's going to be tough for him because their offense is going to get mauled again. Olivier Vernon and uh, Miles Garrett, you, go down, you can go down with the Lions, who are going to, the Browns defense Lions will maul him. I'm going to go the Browns in this game. In a closer game than it was the weeks before. Lions over the Falcons. Lions versus the Falcons, excuse me. The Falcons actually looked good for once last week. They put up a thousand points against the Vikings, what it seemed like last week. Kirk Cousins couldn't do anything. Multiple interceptions and just looked bad. Julio Jones actually torched Cam Dantzler. I mean, Cam Dantzler is a real thing. I think Julio Jones is a giant dude who can run by him, so... What do you expect? Plus Julio is Julio. But it was a really nice game for the Falcons, nonetheless. On the other side of the thing, you have the Detroit Lions. Lions played against the Jaguars. They looked good against the Jaguars. They beat them by over two scores. And I think we'll go to the Lions in this game. And the Falcons showed that they can be that really good team at times, but they can't do it consistently. And I'm going to go with the Lions in this game over the Falcons. Seahawks versus the Cardinals. I actually talked about the Cardinals earlier in this show, talking about how they absolutely just dominated the Cowboys' defense. It just mauled them. There's no other way to put it. Obviously, the Cowboys' defense can't cover anybody. They couldn't cover a fire with a wet blanket out there, but they're terrible. So, what do you expect? Cardinals still play a good game, but it's a little easier when you're playing against the Dallas Cowboys' defense, who can't do anything. On the other side of things, you have the Seattle Seahawks. Last week they did not play anybody. They had a bye week uh, last week and they remained undefeated at 5-0. and I say heading into Arizona. I mean, they are a great team. A great team. No other way to put it. And mainly because of Russell Wilson. Wilson is playing out of his mind again. He's looking like one of the best QBs in the NFL again. And I think the Seahawks will win this game pretty handily. I think the only thing they could make this game close is DeAndre Hopkins going off, which is completely possible because of how good DeAndre Hopkins is. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks in this game over the Cardinals. Chiefs versus the Broncos. The Chiefs last week played against the Bills, scored 26 points. They beat them by uh, 9, excuse me, I want to say 11, beat them by 9. And they looked good-ish. Mahomes... Was all over the place a little bit again. He was on and off. He was missing guys, hitting guys. It was not the best game for Patrick Mahomes. They won the game, so kudos to them. On the other side of things, the Broncos played against the Patriots. 
And I thought the Patriots were going to beat him. I thought the Patriots were going to beat him. No way put it. I think. Looking back on it, Bill Belichick had two weeks to work with. Uh, obviously because of the bye week that got changed around and how the game got pushed back to this next week, this week, this past week, excuse me. This will be two weeks ago, but it got pushed back a week. And the Broncos lost their bye week, essentially, and all this whole blue. And I thought they would have stopped him. Bill Belichick had an extra week to work with. Josh McDaniels had an extra week to work with. But instead... The Broncos beat the Patriots, and they shut them down on offense. They shut down the Patriots' offense, without doubt. They couldn't get a running game going. They mauled the Patriots' offensive line. I mean, Bradley Chubb killed them. Uh, Chubby Harris absolutely killed them from the inside. It was a mauling. And their secondary looked good. Bryce Callahan looked good. Michael Odmudier looked good. It was a really nice game from the Broncos' defense. Offense looked okay. Drew Locke had some nice throws. A nice big-time throw from him down the field. It looked good. A couple of drops in there that weren't his fault, but he looked good. I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this game, but I think the Chiefs could keep struggling in this game against the Broncos defense, who's looking good so far, who has a really nice run defense unit, with a nice pass rushing unit, and has looked good in coverage. But Isaac, uh, could completely wrong on that. Mahomes has scored 42 points. <laughs> but... I think it's going to be a Chiefs win this game, but I think it's going to be a closer to game than people will give it credit for before the game. Jaguars versus Chargers. I don't think there's much to talk about in this game. Uh, Justin Herbert, obviously playing out of his mind so far. It's the main thing in this game, but the Chargers are going to beat the Jaguars fairly handily, I think. The Chargers have one of the best pass rushing units in the NFL and a great coverage unit in the back end. Desmond King, Casey Hayward, and Chris Harris Jr., all these guys. And I think the Chargers are going to beat the Jaguars fairly handily. The Jags don't have much of an offense, and Gardner is going to struggle against a really high-powered coverage unit that the Chargers have. 49ers versus Patriots. Obviously, the Patriots lost like last week, like I told you. They couldn't do anything on offense. The 49ers, on the other hand, won against the Rams. This is going to be an interesting game between two incredible coaches and Kyle Shanahan and Bill Belichick, obviously. And I think I'm going to go with the 49ers here. They look really good. They played incredible. They look not really good. They look really good at times. I'll put it that way. They don't look really good. They looked really good at times. I mean, Jimmy G got benched before. They lost Jimmy G. They had a bunch of injuries, but they still have the potential to just pull something out of nowhere and just dominate a team. Incredible play calling, incredible play by their players. And I think Kyle Shanahan is going to beat them in this game, beat the Patriots. I think they're going to win this game over the New England. And a close game. Buccaneers versus the Raiders. Picking the Buccaneers in this game. Obviously, Tampa Bay looked incredible on defense last week against the Packers. And I think they're going to continue that dominance against the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas hasn't done a lot. They've been kind of a middle-of-the-pack kind of team. And I think they're going to lose this game to the Buccaneers. Bears versus Rams. Uh, the Rams lost last week to the 49ers. And the Bears, as they played the Carolina Panthers in a weirdish kind of game, low scoring ish kind of game from both teams. Nick Foles had that terrible, terrible pass, so he's just running backwards and just threw it up into no man's land and it got picked off by a Carolina Panther. And we're going to go with the Rams in this game. I think the Rams are going to make Vance and pull up a really nice offense. I think Goss can get back on track. I think the Rams get back on track to competing in the NFC West, probably not winning it because the Seahawks are just absolutely machines right now. But I think they'll be able to compete in the NFC West at least. So the picks this week I'm recapping right now. 
Eagles over the Giants on Thursday night. Then Packers over the Texans. Titans over the Steelers. Cowboys over Washington. The Bills over the Jets. Saints over the Panthers. Browns over the Bengals. Lions over the Falcons. Seahawks over the Cardinals. Chiefs over the Broncos. Chargers over the Jaguars. 49ers over the Patriots. Buccaneers over the Raiders. And Rams over the Bears on Monday night. That's all for the podcast, guys. There might be one tomorrow. There might be one tomorrow. This is Thursday. Tomorrow's on Friday. Maybe one Saturday. I don't know yet. We're trying to get somebody on there for a guest for an Eagles writers. But thank you for listening to the podcast. This is all for this week. Uh, review, subscribe, go follow the Twitter, the podcast Twitter account at AirDalPod. Follow my Twitter account at LucasShoot2. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later.